Hello and welcome to WaveScan, the international DX program from Adventist World Radio. Researched and written in Indianapolis by Adrian Peterson and produced in the studios of WRMI Shortwave in Okeechobee, Florida, USA. I'm Jeff White. This is edition NWS 698 of WaveScan for release on Sunday, July 10th, 2022. On the program today, Lighthouse Radio in Australia will solve a mystery involving the Voice of America and Adventist World Radio and our Philippine DX report from Henry Umatai. One of the oft-repeated humorous legends associated with the development of radar during the middle of last century is the story of an American Navy ship and a lighthouse. This is what happened under the title, Check Your Bearings. A radio voice is heard declaring that our radar has you, an American Navy vessel, on a collision course with us. You should alter your course 10 degrees south. A second radio voice is heard declaring that we have you on our radar. We suggest that you should alter your course 10 degrees north. The first radio voice then comes on again and declares that we have Admiral Goodman aboard. We strongly suggest that you bear 10 degrees south. This is an American Navy battleship. Again, the second radio voice is heard once more, declaring that this is Seaman Farnsworth. We still suggest you bear 10 degrees north. This is a lighthouse. <laughs> well, according to radio historians in California, that humor story was actually based on fact, though it was modified a little to bring out the fun side. Well, here's Ray Robinson now to tell us what happened. Thanks, Jeff. Back during the year 1913, a small building was erected as a lighthouse on a 40-foot slab of concrete known as Angel's Gate Lighthouse. This was the world's second smallest radio island anywhere, and a wireless transmitter was installed to serve as a radio beacon. A curved breakwater was constructed in Los Angeles Harbour, and it snaked out to join the Angel's Gate Lighthouse to the mainland. Sometime during the 1930s, an American naval vessel actually did strike this small radio island, thus ultimately giving rise to the interesting humorous story. This radio lighthouse at Angel's Gate was rebuilt in 2012 and it's now listed on the US National Register of Historic Places. We now cross over to Australia for the introduction of wireless and radio for use in communicating with various lighthouses spread out along the Australian coastline. The second lighthouse in the waters of South Australia was constructed on Althorpe Island in 1879, and in 1925 the appointed lighthouse manager took his own informal amateur radio equipment with him to this offshore island. He communicated with medium wave broadcasting station 5CL in Adelaide and conveyed his appreciation for the broadcast of their radio programming. During World War II, an Alfred Traeger pedal wireless station was installed at the Orthorpe Lighthouse, and this was used for communicating with a similar wireless transmitter at the Cape Border Lighthouse. That wireless service was closed out during the 1950s. 
However, back in the mid-1920s, there'd been an official concerted effort to interconnect voice and Morse code transmissions for the benefit of lonely personnel who were stationed at isolated lighthouses, and the first official steps were taken for the benefit of lighthouse personnel off the coast of the Australian state of Victoria. The Cliffy Island Lighthouse was constructed in 1884, and a wireless set was installed at the lighthouse in 1926 under the call sign 3CI. The transmitter was a 250-watt AWA unit, and it was called into use for communicating directly with the key station 3WP at Wilson's Promontory, a distance of 17 miles. Station 3CI, Cliffy Island, was the first official wireless installation for the Commonwealth Lighthouse Service, with its headquarters in the city of Melbourne. And that was back when the city of Melbourne served as the national capital, before the construction of the city of Canberra. The Cliffy Lighthouse was automated in 1971, and from then on it's been unmanned. The second official wireless or radio service was installed at the Deal Island Lighthouse with 250 watts under the call sign 3LD. This station also communicated directly with 3WP at Wilson's Promontory, a distance of 49 miles. The equipment for each of these three early and official wireless or radio stations was constructed by AWA, and they were all similar in design and construction to the equipment in use on trawlers plying around the coasts of Australia. Radio station 3WP at Wilson's Promontory had a double advantage. They could communicate directly by radio with 3CI on Cliffy Island and also with 3LD on Deal Island, and they could also communicate directly with headquarters in Melbourne by landline telegraph. Back to you, Jeff. Thank you very much, Ray Robinson at KVOH in Los Angeles for that story. Now, solving the mystery of a VOA unscheduled broadcast on 15440 kilohertz. African beats. Voice of America. Our AWR monitor and WaveScan correspondent, Joseph Jacob in India, says, In the third week of June 2022, I noticed that the Voice of America, VOA African service in English, had suddenly popped up on 15440 kilohertz at 1400 to 1430 UTC, causing severe co-channel interference to Adventist World Radio, AWR broadcasting in Urdu to South Asia via Moosbrunn in Austria. The VOA broadcast was going off-air around 1431 UTC in mid-sentence, just after AWR ended their broadcast at 1430 UTC. I checked up various broadcast schedules available online without success. Well, being an official monitor of Adventist World Radio, I informed their monitoring office in Germany about this co-channel interference from VOA. AWR in turn contacted VOA, who at first denied using that frequency at that time. I was wondering from which transmitter site this VOA transmission was coming, as they were using several relay stations all over the world. I published the info in various WhatsApp, Facebook, and IO groups, 
and got responses from some keen DXers suggesting that it may be Tajikistan. Well, hats off to them. One of them, named withheld upon request, informed me that he contacted the Tajikistan station regarding the issue. I was happy to note that on the very next day, the issue was resolved. VOA has also later informed AWR that the Tajikistan station had a switching issue. The last time this unscheduled signal was noted was on June 24, 2022, going off at 14.04 UTC. I was happy to receive a special thanks email from AWR. It may be noted that AWR is using 15.440 kilohertz at 1330 to 1400 UTC via Dushanbe, Tajikistan in the Thai language. Although they signed off at around 1359 UTC, somehow their transmitter came back on the same but unscheduled frequency with VOA program in about half a minute or so. The Tajikistan station is not scheduled to broadcast VOA African service in English either. So it was multiple problems, an unscheduled program on an unscheduled frequency at an unscheduled time. What a beautiful tune that was. Well, with all of this today, I want to thank you for accepting me in your homes, in your cars, on the streets, wherever you are, listening to the African beat on the Voice of America. Until we meet again, I am David Van here in Washington, saying bye-bye. Well, Joe Jacob also sent along the July issue of the Asian DX Review, which has some uh, very interesting news items in it. I'm going to uh, read some of those to you now. Starting out in Malaysia, RTM Tagalog has closed after nearly 50 years. An international radio station run by Radio Televisión Malaysia in the Philippine language Tagalog has ceased operations after nearly 50 years. The station, Suara Malaysia Tagalog, was launched in October 1973 and operated by Radio Malaysia Sabah as part of the Voice of Malaysia, RTM's international service. Originally broadcast from a transmitting station near the state capital, Kota Kinabalu, it became an online-only station in 2011. It went to air for two hours each evening. Communications and Multimedia Minister Tan Sri Anwar Musa said the government had made the decision to terminate it for several reasons. Mr. Anwar said its closure would save costs for RTM Sabah and resources could be channeled to improve other services in the East Malaysian state. Well, in nearby Brunei, Radio Televisión Brunei, the country's national broadcaster, has marked its 65th anniversary. Radio Brunei, as it was known, came, went to air on May 2, 1957. The service was initially broadcast for just 45 minutes each evening, from 8 p.m. to 8.45 p.m. local time, and reached only the capital, Bandar Seri Begawan, and nearby areas. National FM Radio Brunei. Terus bersama National FM Radio Brunei. Ya Tawab. Ya Today, RTB runs five 24-hour radio stations that cover the whole country. Nacional FM, Pilahan FM, Pilangi FM, Harmony FM, and Rangkayan Nur Islam. 
Its digital radio facilities comprise five live studios and five production studios. All of RTB's radio stations and two of its TV channels are available live on its app, RTB Go. Its news services are also available on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Come along with us, we've got a good thing going, World Music Radio. For almost a year, World Music Radio has been broadcasting 24-7 on the frequency of 25800 kHz with 60 watts from Marslet, south of Aarhus, in Jutland, Denmark. Propagation on the 11-meter band is improving, and 25800 kHz can currently be heard almost daily in southern Europe and western and northern Africa, and sometimes also in the Middle East and as far away as Western Australia and the Americas. Well, its operator, Stig Hartvig Nielsen, says, I've been looking at uh, the propagation forecast in Weltweithuren for May of 2022 and found that the best chances of catching world music radio on 25800 kHz are as follows. In Western Africa, from 11 to 18 UTC, in Central Africa, 14 to 18 UTC. In Southern Africa, 09 to 1700 UTC. In Eastern Africa, same, 09 to 1700. In the Middle East, 10 to 1600 UTC. In Southeast Asia, 600 to 1700 UTC. In Western Australia, 10 to 1100 UTC. In southeastern Australia, 06 to 09 UTC. And finally, in Brazil, Uruguay, and Argentina, from 1000 to 2000 UTC. WMR also broadcasts 24 7 on the frequency of 927 kilohertz AM with 200 watts, 5930 kilohertz with 200 watts, and 15700 kilohertz with 20 watts. Hopefully, the power on 15700 will soon be, in, be increased to 200 watts, says Stigard Nielsen. Reception reports are welcome to World Music Radio, P.O. Box 112, DK-8960, Randers, R-A-N-D-E-R-S, S-O, Denmark. Again, World Music Radio, P.O. Box 112, DK-8960, Randers, S.O., Denmark. Please enclose return postage, uh, 5 euros or 1 to 2 IRCs if possible. The new 2022 QSL hasn't been printed yet, but the design is ready. Radio Free Asia announces the sixth design in their Radio Pioneer QSL card series. Reginald Aubrey Fessenden, who lived from 1866 to 1932, was a Canadian-born inventor who did a majority of his work in the United States. During his life, he received hundreds of patents in various fields, most notably ones related to radio and sonar. Fessenden is best known for his pioneering work developing radio technology, including the foundations of amplitude modulation, or AM radio. His achievements included the first transmission of speech by radio in 1900, 
and the first two-way radiotelegraphic communication across the Atlantic Ocean in 1906. This is Radio Free Asia's 79th QSL design, and it's used to confirm all valid RFA reception reports from May through August of 2022. Radio Free Asia, by the way, was created by Congress in 1994 and incorporated in 1996. They broadcast in Burmese, Cantonese, Khmer, Korean to North Korea, Lao, Mandarin Chinese, Vietnamese, Tibetan, and Uyghur. RFA strives for accuracy, balance, and fairness in its editorial content. It broadcasts only in local languages and dialects, and most of the broadcasts comprise news of specific local interest. More information about Radio Free Asia, including the current broadcast frequency schedule, is always available at www.rfa.org. RFA encourages listeners to submit reception reports. The reports are valuable to them as they help evaluate the signal strength and quality of the transmissions. RFA confirms all accurate reception reports by mailing a QSL card to the listener. RFA welcomes all reception report submissions at techweb, that's T-E-C-H-W-E-B, dot R-F-A dot O-R-G. That's techweb dot R-F-A dot org. Follow the QSL reports link. They uh, welcome reports not only from DXers, but also from the general listening audience. Reception reports are also accepted by email at QSL at R-F-A dot O-R-G. QSL at RFA.org. And you can send them by regular mail to Reception Reports, Radio Free Asia, 2025 M Street Northwest, M is in Michael, 2025 M Street Northwest, Suite 300, Washington, D.C., 20036, USA. Again, that's Reception Reports, Radio Free Asia, 2025 M Street Northwest, Suite 300, Washington, D.C., 20036 in the USA. And Radio Free Asia is, that address there on 2025 M Street is exactly where the 2022 annual meeting of the National Association of Shortwave Broadcasters is going to be taking place July 14th through the 16th. It's open to anyone with an interest in shortwave. If you'd like more information, go to the NASB webpage, which is www.shortwave.org. That's www.shortwave.org, and click on Annual Meeting Info. There you'll find the information about the NESB 2022 Annual Meeting at Radio Free Asia. You're welcome to attend, and we will be there as well. Now we're going to Henry Umbahai in the Philippines with his DX report for this month. Hello, everyone. Hello, dear shortwave listeners. Wherever you are, welcome to the July 10th edition of the Philippine DX. This is report number 184. I'm Henry Umada in Bacolod City, Negros Occidental Central Philippines. Glad to be back and thank you for listening. I would like to thank our DXer friends for sending the reception report most recently. Mr. Richard Lemke in Alberta, Canada. Mr. George Nwaga in Berlin, Germany. Mr. Danny Lundberg in New Zealand. And Mr. 
Chan Sakwe Alvarez in Cavite here in the Philippines. To all of you, thank you very much. Reception logs for June 2022, June 4, NHK Radio Japan on 15 to 8, sharing Japanese from Ibaragi Koga Yamata at survey 35 SIO 555, June 4, KCBS Pyongyang, Korean Central Broadcasting System on 11680 in Korean from Kangchi at survey 45 SIO 433, June 4, RTMY Limbang FM on 1165 in Malayalam from Kajang at 10.56 SIO 4.54 June 4, KBS World Radio on 9.770 in English from Kim J at 0.853 SIO 4.44 June 11, Voice of Korea on 9.650 in Japanese from Kujang at 0.859 SIO 4.33 June 11, KBS World Radio on 9.570 in Korean from Kim J at 0902 SIO 555 June 18 KNL Alaska on 11875 in Chinese from Anchor Point 09907 SIO 555 June 18 Voice of America on 13755 in Chinese from Odentani at 1003 SIO 555 June 25 KT Guam Transworld Radio on 11965 in Japanese from Mariso at 1006 SIO 555 June 25 Radio Taiwan International on 11915 in Indonesian from Pauchong at 1007 SIO 555 June 25 Voice of Korea on 11865 in Japanese from Kujang at 1009 SIO 333 June 25 Adventist World Radio on 17540 in Tagalog from Agat Guam at 10.40, SIO 4.44, June 25, KBS World Radio on 9.770, in Vietnamese, from Kim J at 10.51, SIO 5.55, and June 25, KNLS Alaska, on 9.580, in English, from Angkor Point, at 10.52, SIO 5.55, send us your comments, suggestions, reception logs, and informations to philippinasdx at gmail.com. That's P-I-L-I-P-I-N-S-D-X for philippinasdx at gmail.com. This has been Henry Umaday for WaveScan in Bacolod City, Negros Occidental Central, Philippines, Mabuhay, at maraming salamat po. Thank you very much, Henry Umaday in the Philippines. Well, we have an item here from the Far East Broadcasting Company, FEBC. As Russian forces capture more territory in Eastern Europe, the FEBC studio in the heart of the conflict was evacuated. Edward Kurilenko, director of FEBC Ukraine, reported in a video that their team was able to evacuate all the studio equipment from the station in Slovyansk. Broadcasts are still ongoing at this station, but they're being relayed from other studios in Ukraine. And in Ukraine, Dima, one of FEBC's videographers, recorded a moving hymn sung by his wife, Darina, standing on top of the rubble of a destroyed building in Ukraine. This video is a call for all Christians and churches to proclaim the glory of God in the midst of any catastrophe being faced. And that's our closing music today. It's called, It Is Well With My Soul. When peace like it.
Thanks for listening to WaveScan, the international DX program from Adventist World Radio. Researched and written in Indianapolis by Dr. Adrienne Peterson. Next week, back to the Crosley story again and our Bangladesh DX report. Several QSL cards are available for this program. Send your AWR and KSDA reception reports for WaveScan to the AWR address in Thailand. Stand by for that. And also to the station your radio is tuned to, WRMI or WWCR or KVOH or Voice of Hope Africa or to IRRS Italy or to the AWR relay stations that carry WaveScan. Remember, too, you can send a reception report to the DX reporters when their segment is on the air. Here in the program, they will also verify with their own colorful QSL card. Return postage and an address label are always appreciated. The email address for AWR QSLs is qsl at awr.org. The postal address for AWR QSL cards is Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 234, Prakanong, that's P-R-A-K-A-N-O-N-G, Bangkok, 10110, Thailand. Again, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 234, Prakanong, Bangkok, 10110, Thailand. The email address for other correspondence to WaveScan, not reception reports, is wavescan at awr.org. By the way, this uh, hymn is sung in English and Ukrainian. I'm Jeff White at WRMI Shortwave in Okeechobee, Florida, USA. Till next week, good listening, everyone.